Welcome to the Thyroid Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Horneman, functional medicine practitioner, functional nutritionist, and thyroid and weight loss expert. We're talking all things thyroid, hormone, and health-related in order to empower, educate, and transform you. So if you're ready to get your life back, then let's get started. Okay, welcome everyone to the Thyroid Fix Podcast. Today I have two very special guests on and I'm so excited to have them on the show. It is the stars of the Thyroid 30 and Thyroid Refresh, which we're going to dive into what that is, give you all the links because I'm fascinated by what they've done for the thyroid community. So this is Dana Bauman and Ginny Mahar. Dana and Ginny are the co-founders of Thyroid Refresh, a diet and lifestyle support platform for thyroid patients. After struggling alone during the early phases of their own healing journeys that we'll be talking about, they teamed up to create the positive healing community and resources they needed as thyroid patients themselves. Have you ever heard of the baobab fruit? It's really interesting, and it is such an affordable way to increase your antioxidants because this thing is a multi-talented, multivitamin, multi-mineral, one-of-a-kind supplement in powder form that you throw into your shakes. Oh, my God. It just pretty much becomes a no-brainer. So this particular Baobab Boost from Trim Healthy Mama, my two favorite ladies on the planet, they introduced me to this amazing antioxidant, and I fell in love. I put it in all the time. Every single shake that I have, I put the Baobab powder in. It's citrus and sherbet tasting dried flesh, has five times the fiber of oats, and a higher antioxidant level than any food on the planet. That's eight times that of the superberry acai and more than blueberries and pomegranates combined. So quit eating all the sugar and just use organic baobab fruit pulp. It's that easy. Because Trim Healthy Mama, they put that into a nice powder. Like I said, I just scoop it right out, throw it into my shake. Oh my gosh, it reduces inflammation and helps with weight loss. And the other really interesting thing about it is it's kind of working as an appetite suppressant. Now, I know it's not touted for that, but when you put it in your shake, especially first thing in the morning, throw that into a nice protein shake, you'll notice that your appetite is definitely curbed. So now I'm thinking of this perfect stack to replace or or supplement those GLPs out there on the market. What if we did Baobab and Metabolism Fixer together? That would be crazy at controlling your appetite. And with the Baobab, you're getting all those antioxidants. It's, it's amazing. And this powder is so affordable. It is so affordable. So you're going to go to store.trimhealthymama.com and look up Baobab. It's B-A-O-B-A-B, Baobab Boost Powder. Uh, these ladies have just gone all out with their entire line, but this is one of my favorites because I started using it. And I have to say that I noticed the appetite suppression difference. And then when I dove down the rabbit hole of what else is in it, the antioxidant content, the multi-mineral content, it just becomes a no-brainer. So store.trimhealthymama.com, look for Baobab powder. Enjoy. 
Are you sick of hearing me talk about Young Goose yet? Well, that's too bad because I love them and I have been using them now for years, probably about two or three years. And I can honestly say that my skin looks great. So I go to my plastic surgeon's office to get a little bit of Botox, right? And he says, what are you doing for your skin? Because your skin looks great and I'm 50. It's going to be Young Goose. You know, I've never had the ability to do those ablative lasers that are supposed to refresh and renew your skin. I just can't do it. I break out. So I love a good product line that is actually going to do something with my skin and help me not age. So whether we're talking about eye cream, finding that perfect eye cream, whether you're finding that perfect collagen boosting cream that smooths out wrinkles, Young Goose has it all. I use pretty much everything in their line, but my favorites are going to be the Care Moisturizer. This has NAD and NAD boosting powers to it, which obviously helps your skin. We love NAD for anti-aging. I use the hyperbaric mask at night. I put that on. Oh my gosh, it just renews and replenishes and hydrates my skin. I use the ProCare Serum. This is an anti-aging serum. It's senolytic meaning it's going to seek out and destroy the bad cells and promote new cell growth. I use the adaptogenic cleanser. I use the amplifying essence, which really kind of boosts up your skincare. Overall, Bio-C peptide spray as a toner. Their entire line is fantastic. If you even start with two to three products, you will notice a difference in your skin. So you're going to go to younggoose.com and you're going to use the code Dr. Amy. This is going to save you 5% off. Now, is it a ginormous savings? No, but their line is so precise and so grounded in science. This is what they can offer. And, you know, I love the owners too. I think buying from, from a family owned company is so important. And if you met the owners, you would fall in love and want to, use their products every single day because you know that their heart and soul is literally behind this line. So younggoose.com, use the code Dr. Amy, you will notice a difference in your skin. They are the creators of the revolutionary wellness game, Thyroid 30. That's what I really want to talk about. And co-hosts of Thyroid Refresh TV, a podcast featuring the world's leading experts on thyroid-specific diet and lifestyle. They recently released the Thyroid 30 tune-up in collaboration with Mary Showman, providing patients with an owner's manual for reducing symptoms and optimizing treatment. So welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks so much for having us. We're excited to be here. And today we will be talking about the eight daily rituals of thyroid healthy living that you two will dive into and provide us with great information. But I want you to tell the listeners a little bit about yourselves. How did you start? How did you get into this thyroid world? Well, Dana was here first, so she should start. (laughs) (laughs) She got into the thyroid thing first. (laughs) Uh, I did. I did. And it was kind of a a strange roundabout thing. You know, I, um, I had issues growing up my whole life. But I just kind of passed them off as this or that, you know, I had headaches and then, you know, I had dry skin and, but, you know, none of it ever really, you know, collided until I was in my forties. I was living in Costa Rica and I had a perpetual, really low grade fever for like four months, like 99.5, 99.7, nothing 
really, but a headache and I was really tired. So I went to a doctor, just a local doctor in Costa Rica, which was really amazing. And she did a full thyroid panel, go figure, mm-hmm. and um, said, you have thyroid disease, but you need to see um, you know, a specialist. So I did, and we had one in Costa Rica. And um, he told me that I had Hashimoto's. Now, basically, he said I had Hashimoto's, but that that was low thyroid. Mm-hmm. And he didn't mention adrenal or diet, lifestyle, gluten, nothing, zero. He just said, you have low thyroid and here is the, you know, Synthroid of Costa Rica. Right. And, you know, you take this and you'll be fine. I was getting on a plane the next day to uh, go to a Zumba convention. I mean, now if there's, you know, any of the doctors that, that we all know now, I mean, they would be like, oh, I don't know. Are you going to be exercising all day? Right. You seem pretty tired. I don't know. Maybe we should check your adrenals too. Yep. Or maybe you should like, I mean, I was having full on symptoms, you know, and um, I just kept exercising and I would get exhausted, like to the point where what's it worth, right? It was extreme. It was, I, I kept thinking, you know, isn't exercise supposed to be good for you? I just couldn't, I just couldn't, I just couldn't fathom that it wasn't. And I didn't ask any questions. I had the full thyroid panel and I had my diagnosis, but I still didn't ask any questions about the medication. And it wasn't until about a year in that I was like, maybe this is not, maybe there's more to it. And I started researching and the internet just blew up in my face. And I was like, why didn't I think of this before? And come to find out there's all kinds of things, diet, lifestyle, and different medications, which I couldn't get while living there. So that's a whole nother story, but I felt kind of alone. And I thought, well, I'm just going to start a website. I don't know. I have a background in business and marketing. I'm just going to start it. I didn't know what I was doing. And I did. And I started learning and meeting people from all over the world. It was amazing. I did connect with doctors who helped me on my journey to, uh, to get better. And I did, you know, I, uh, we ended up moving back to the States after eight years living there and got connected with some great doctors and started trying some of those simple things. Diet and lifestyle really matter. Changing some simple, like fundamental things, better drinking water, you know, filtered, really good filtered water. And I started noticing that I was feeling better. My test results started coming down. I started optimizing my medication and the rest is history. Here we are. Jenny and I connected uh, after that. I passed the baton and sold Thyroid Nation, and she she and I had this uh, light bulb moment of Thyroid 30, which she'll explain a little bit about in a minute, and it was just a blast and amazing, and I was it was one of those things that I thought, wow, if I had had this tool when I was alone before starting in Thyroid Nation, I would have, it would have just changed my life, and so um, it's been exciting and fun ever since. I think so many listeners can relate to this because so many are, or they at least feel alone in their struggle. I hear that all the time with my patients is they really feel that sense of, I must be the only one dealing with this. I must be your worst patient ever. Like, no, you're, you're just like this woman and this woman and this woman and this man and this woman. And I just, I appreciate you sharing because I think so many listeners can really relate to that on, on a deep level. So thank you for that. And, and Jenny, what's your, what's your story? I'm so happy that you two came together because you're providing the community with so much. Oh, well, me thank too. You. Yes. It ha- it's been an amazing adventure and 
I'm so glad Dana reached out to me way back when I had a, a recipe blog called Hypothyroid Chef. And that's how she found me. And we started sharing ideas and that and just kind of hit it off. And, you know, we're in many ways, we're, we're different, but we're also kind of birds of a feather and like to think big and want to help. You know, we feel a lot of passion about our mission. And so it's been a fun path. I was diagnosed in 2011, very shortly after the birth of my son. So it was a, you know, a postpartum uh, onset of what my doctor told me was just hypothyroidism. Here's your levothyroxine and your TSH is normal. So you're good to go. You're fine. And, you know, for four years, I, I spent those first four years after my diagnosis feeling really compromised with my health. And being told my, by my doctor that my symptoms were either all in my head or it's just the aging process or it doesn't have anything to do with your thyroid, your TSH is normal, you know, and that it wasn't necessary to change my diet or anything like that doesn't make a difference. And this is what thyroid patients hear, right? It's like Dan and I always say our stories aren't really unique, but they're relatable. Yes. You know, that's the thing. We are, you know, two of the three of us here are three of millions of people who go through this struggle. And like Dana, you know, my symptoms didn't really go away until I incorporated diet and lifestyle changes. I had to find a new doctor. I got tried out different medications, did some root cause testing and, you know, realized um, I also need to get tested for Hashimoto's because as we know in the U S over 90% of us, with hypothyroidism, in fact, have Hashimoto's, most of us aren't tested for it by our doctors because it's deemed medically unnecessary because it doesn't change their treatment protocol of TSH testing and levothyroxine only. And yeah, I mean, Dana said, you know, I I went through a year, I wish I wish I had went through just one year of that suffering. I just, and that aloneness that you talked about, I remember feeling so um, wondering what is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Like, am I a hypochondriac? I must be going crazy. Nobody else feels this way. You know, I, my doctor says I'm fine. I must be fine. But why do I feel like this? Why do I feel tired all day, every day? And like my light is going out, mm-hmm. which is not the norm. You know, it's not the way it's supposed to be. No. And I was in my, you know, mid to late thirties. So <laughs> yeah, not how it's yeah. supposed to be. You're not, you're not, you're not just getting older. Yeah. Right. But the it's happy ending, with, right. The happy ending was that about six months after sort of, you know, starting to do some research, taking the reins of my health, learning those things, asking for a complete thyroid panel, working with a more holistic healthcare practitioner who was willing to help me with doing that detective work to figure out what are my unique root causes. I would say it was about six months before I had my life back. And there were some things, there were some root causes we found where it was days. My energy came back within 48 hours of treating gut dysbiosis. It felt like someone had flicked the light switch back on inside me after four years of it being off, Off. you know? And so, I mean, it really, (laughs) it does like that moment was a 
it was a course correction for me in my life. And it was a major pivot with everything, my lifestyle, my life choices, my work, you know, everything changed. I was a chef. I was like, I don't know. I, how can I keep cooking and eating like the standard American diet, essentially, you know, when I know it's not making me feel very well. And so I had to really re-examine everything. And when I look back at that, I just, I feel so such a loss for that time. You know, those are my first four years of motherhood Mm -hmm. in this sick and exhausted struggle. And there were some really simple changes I could have made sooner. And I don't want that to be anybody else's story. Mm -hmm. And that's really what fuels our fire here is we want to make this easier for other people than it was for us. Easier, more doable, less lonely, mm-hmm. more fun. Yes. Because this is a lifestyle, you know, <laughs> most of us are going to be dealing with this. So it's got to be enjoyable. We've got to find some way to make this something that we feel really positive about every day. And we do. And I, I'm excited about what we've done to try and help people do just that. I love this. I absolutely love it because I I think we're all on the same page with that. I always tell my patients, even when I'm working one-on-one with them, we we have to get something that you can do the rest of your life because you're going to have this the rest of your life. You know, there are talks about what we can put into remission. Of course, yes, we can optimize you. That's the goal is to get you feeling better and getting your, your life back and turning on that light switch. Like you said, Jenny, I mean, just, you know, letting your, your brain light up again, but at the same time, you have to realize maybe you will have to make some lifestyle or dietary changes that you carry out the rest of your life, but let's make it enjoyable so that you don't feel like you're deprived or like it's a burden. I mean, let's make it fun. So both you and Dana have made it fun for people. And I think that is fantastic. So before we get into the topic of today, because we could probably just talk for an hour on your stories and give inspiration and hope to anybody listening that are going, yes, I feel that way too. Oh my goodness, yes. But tell me a little bit about the Thyroid 30 wellness game. How did you build that? How did you make it fun for people like that? Well, you know, as as we sort of laid out, we both, Dan and I both shared this experience that diet and lifestyle really improved our health. And, mm-hmm. you know, Dana, of course, had been interviewing and connecting with all the leading thyroid experts through Thyroid Nation. I love to read. I'm a researcher. I had been, you know, reading all these books and we're like, you know, the whole health oriented experts that everyone puts their own thumbprint on it, but they're all essentially saying the same thing, you know, that diet and lifestyle do matter. You need to optimize your meds. You need to look at other root cause factors, et cetera. But we wanted to try and take the overwhelm out of that and boil it down to something that felt more digestible and doable. And so that's where we came up with the eight daily rituals of thyroid healthy living. And that is what thyroid 30 is based on. So we can get into that in a minute, but I just want to mention, you know, when we started it, it really felt like we were sort of in a vacuum, like, hello, is anybody out there? You know, I'm just completely changing the way I eat and live all by myself over here. And it was challenging for both of us. And you know, Dana had found some support through her work, which had become, you know, thyroid oriented. And I had found support through some generic health challenges that were really helping to give me some needed 
motivation and accountability and community, but I wasn't finding other thyroid patients who understood some of the unique issues that I was facing. So like when you're hanging out with a bunch of CrossFitters and you're like, yeah, I've been exhausted for the last six days after that Zumba class, you know, the general public or the thyroid healthy public, they don't really get it. So I, I was really hungry for that understanding. I wanted to be on this journey, not just with other people, but with people who get it and who could relate to that unique struggle that we go through as thyroid patients. So we, Dana and I had this lightning bolt moment that sparked this whole partnership and everything to use technology to create, you know, a wellness challenge, basically, that was geared specifically towards thyroid patients and would give them, you know, not just the information, not just the support group, but also the motivation and the accountability needed to take those recommendations and turn them into results. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of information out there about what to do, but how do we do it? How do we change our whole lives? So we had this idea to, you know, use gamification and, you know, put this whole thing together. It's, It's a web app. That means you access it through our website, not through the app store, but it is an app. It's gamified. And that's just a fancy way of saying that we use game-based rewards, badges, scoring, teams, and data to help propel thyroid patients up that healing ladder. So we always say, we want to help you take your healing journey farther, faster. Mm -hmm. And people sometimes think, well, that's not going to work for me. I'm not a game person. I don't care about a badge or a, you know... But you would be surprised. I mean, these simple gamification tools, I think what makes them work is that they really tap into positive psychology. And that's the study of human flourishing. How can we as individuals and communities flourish and thrive? So we're going into, I'm not sure when this is going to air, we're about to go into our 11th Thyroid 30 season. And it's been just incredible to watch how this program, based on Just what we wanted and needed as thyroid patients was helping so many other people like us do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just getting empowered, finding a positive mindset towards their healing journey, towards their own bodies, Mm -hmm. finding that self-acceptance and compassion. I mean, it's been humbling to witness and be part of people's healing journeys. It's been really awesome. That's so It has been. It has been. And one of the things that I love so much about Thyroid 30, you know, and just basically, you know, you hear about all these challenges, a 30-day challenge, a 60-day challenge, a 10-day challenge. We wanted to create something fun. So it is a 30-day challenge for thyroid patients and we made it fun and we take out the overwhelm and you can join teams and you access it, like Jenny said, through our website. Basically, it's just a 30-day challenge, but it's, of course, so much more than that. But what we do that I feel like is so impactful is we create this positive, happy atmosphere around thyroid disease, which is really lacking. There just isn't that. I mean, you see all the groups. I mean, I was in all the groups. And, And of course, you know, there's no one to blame in that situation. It's hard to sustain positivity. Right. But Jenny and I worked really hard to make it so that it could be it, it could be sustainably happy. 
And, and it not is. a place where you, and, you know, it's not tyrannical positivity, right? It's not like, no, oh, we're going to no. pretend this is all, you know, sunshine and rainbows. You right. can absolutely go into your team and say, I'm having a really hard time. Yep. But I think the the where the positivity, where people find that new perspective on their healing journey is from the community, from knowing I'm not the only one. And I have this team of people suddenly that, you know, we've seen friendships blossom that have spanned over years now. People come back season after season. They have built these friendships with their teammates. There's so much cheerleading that goes on. And we just, we really just created the container for that to happen, I think is, is what we tried to do. And it's, it's worked. Wow. See, this is, this is so good. I've always said to my patients, if I could get you all in a room so you could see that you're not alone and you could hear other people's stories and how much yours relates to theirs and how you're going through the same thing at the same time. And that's, you've done that. You've created that, that support and accountability. So we'll have to talk about some type of collaboration where I can get my patients into your group because they need that. I mean, beyond me, I can, I can give you the plan. I can give you the treatment plan. We can change your meds. We can do the testing. We can address hormones. We can address your adrenals, but then you need that, that support and community too. And I think that's such a great aspect. I was going to say, that's one of the really great things about thyroid 30 is that we made it this, this very flexible framework so that anybody any doctor, any practitioner, any expert could create their own team. And you can, you know, yeah, you can create your own team and um, it's very, it's customizable. So we weren't prescriptive. Mm -hmm. We didn't say, you know, it doesn't say this is the diet or this is how much sleep or this is, it's just a framework, as Jenny said, so anybody can fit in. So we wanted to create this container that could do that for all of the doctors. So we could be the hand holders. Okay. We're doing this. Yes. Yes. We're doing this. So. Yeah, because, you <laughs> know, it. you've gone to a ton of school. You don't have the time to be hand holding people every day, day in and day out. We, you know, it's your job to give the expert advice, right? And then your, your patients have to go apply that advice. Mm-hmm. And I think not only does Thyroid 30 help practitioners by doing some of that handholding and providing the support and the recipes and the thyroid-friendly workouts and the healing meditations and the health articles, you know, the basic thyroid information and resources people need, but also by enabling that opportunity for some practitioners, as Dana mentioned, like we have, you know, nutritionists and all kinds of people who captain their own teams mm-hmm. season after season. And those teams can be public or they can be private. And mm-hmm. it's like, use this tool, you know, use this tool so that we can all help thyroid patients make their healing goals a reality. Yep. I love it. Oh, we're doing this. We're definitely doing this. This is fantastic. Amazing. <laughs> So in there, you mentioned that you you focus on the eight daily rituals, just breaking things down, getting it simplified for people to be able to implement into their own daily life. So let's go through those. If you're willing to talk about those, let's let's give some tips to these people. Yeah, sure. Well, and Dan already touched on this, but we're not here to dictate anybody's healing journey. Everybody walks their own path. Everybody goes at their own pace you know, in the way that's right for them. And we're all bio-individual. So what works for one person might not work for another. 
you know, I just want to make that clear because we, it's not like we give no guidance, but everybody's at a different path. We have people show up who are newly diagnosed and they're completely overwhelmed with where do I even begin? Mm -hmm. Maybe my step I'm going to focus on this season, my main like focus for the season is going to be going gluten-free for the first time. And Dana and I, this is, we use this, like, I don't know what I would do without it at this point. So I, you know, last season, I was working on like a major gut healing reset with my healthcare practitioner. And I use thyroid 30 for that, you know, that community and accountability to help me through this, you know, kind of challenge that I was going through on my own. So people can utilize the eight daily rituals as that framework in the way that it's right for them. Number one, they're all our words. Number one is remember, just remember to take your meds and supplements. <laughs> that sounds like, a, if, and for a lot of people, it's a gimme, right? That's an easy point. But there are a lot of people who, for whom that is very difficult. Yes. I know I have to, you know, ha- do my habit stacking and all my little tricks to help me remember to take, you know, my morning supplements and my evening supplements. And you got your thyroid medication either first thing in the morning or some of us take it at bedtime. I mean, that can be a real challenge for some people. And we're always surprised when we survey our players at the end of the season. There's always a few people who say this was the most difficult, uh, you know, life changing right? part of the eight daily rituals for me was rem- just remembering my medication and supplements every and day. And it also depends on where you're at, you know, like, because I remember, you know, the first three or four games that we played, you know, it was a gimme point. It was a gimme point. Right. But then there was, there's a couple that have been, I remember thinking the first R, remember, I, I didn't have uh, the wherewithal to be able to remember during some of the games because of where I was at with my, my health or my gut or my sleep or where I was, you know, moving to, or, so it just kind of depends. So it's, you know, it's very flexible. I remember thinking, wow, this isn't so easy mm-hmm. to remember my pill. How was yes. it so easy for you the first four games or whatever? Right. Yep. And so it, it kind of changes. And so we made, we made it that way on purpose. We give you the framework so that it can adjust with your life. Right. Because stress can come in, you know, chaos, stress, uh, a pandemic, and then you, you <laughs> tend to get overloaded and you do forget what was once a gimme. You start forgetting Be, and mm-hmm. almost, you almost make it, you take it for granted that you're going to remember. Mm-hmm. I take it for uh-huh. granted that I am on yes. this, you know, 6 a.m. and 2 p.m. schedule with my meds. But in overwhelm, I will forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the second daily ritual is refuel, and that encompasses everything you consume as far as food and drink goes. Mm-hmm. So I know, I mean, that could be its own show, just thyroid specific nutrition. But the basic premise is, you know, avoiding inflammatory foods and toxins in the diet, as well as maximizing nutrient density. So, you know, going back to like, we do give people guidance, they can choose from five different dietary levels. The first one would just be Mm gluten-free. The second one is what we call almost paleo, which is um, gluten, dairy, refined sugar, and soy-free, but you can have gluten-free grains. Mm -hmm. Then there's paleo. A lot of people use utilizing, you know, some form of the paleo diet. And then autoimmune protocol is level four. And then level five is the custom level where you can enter your unique dietary requirements. Because what so many of us find after we've been on this 
path for, you know, a few years is, okay, maybe paleo was a good place for me to start or gluten-free, but now I've discovered this very bio-individual diet that works for me. And I have unique dietary sensitivities and food intolerances and things that I know don't work for me. Or, you know, we have players who are plant-based for ethical reasons or various reasons, you know, what is your what are your, you know, thyroid specific nutrition goals? So you can enter that or if they're working with a practitioner like you and you're like, we're going to work on this specific thing with your diet for these 30 days, people can enter that. That's refuel. Number three is reactivate. And that's all about movement and staying active. You know, we, we don't want to overwhelm people. So the goal, you get your point if you've done at least 10 minutes a day mm-hmm. of physical activity that's appropriate for you. And what most of us find is if we go 10 minutes, we can probably go 20 or 30 and it feels good once you get going. Right. But that, that guideline gives you the motivation to just get going. And if it's 10 minutes, cool. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that's where you're at today, but it does help inspire people to move more. And we provide a lot of thyroid friendly workouts that span all kinds of tastes, you know, from medium intensity interval training to kettlebell stuff to hip hop to yoga to bar work you know we've got some amazing tai chi um, yep qigong qigong tai chi yeah. yeah one of the things i was going to say really quickly and interject is jenny's going to go through the eight daily rituals and you know they're pretty easy and there's lots of get more i say easy they're easy to do if you're you know on this journey but one of the things that we really kind of emphasize is Take one or two of these eight daily rituals and focus on those. So when she mentioned reactivate, it's our movement point. And if if that's the eight daily ritual that you're going to kind of focus on for this game or this particular you know season, then do 10 minutes of intentional movement. You know, you can get 10 minutes of exercise by walking around your house all day and picking up stuff, right? I mean, you can, anybody, you know, you can mostly get, if you're trying to pick up after kids when you can get 10 minutes, but if this is going to be your focus for this season and you're going to put most of your emphasis on movement, then that point can mean something different to you. And that can mean 10 minutes of intentional workout or movement. So you are exercising. You're not just getting the point through what your daily movement is. And that goes with all the different eight daily rituals. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. And you're not, I mean, even though we encourage people to like pick what is your main goal for this 30 days, that's like a compass point. So on those days when you're overwhelmed and you can't do all eight daily rituals or, you know, what I'm focusing on right now is, is movement. I'm focusing on reactivate. Did I do that? Did I make that a priority? So, but you're still, because you're tracking those other points, you're still gaining awareness. You're building awareness. You're absorbing information that, you know, we provide and um, from your other teammates on all the eight daily rituals. So just a helpful way to, to say, don't feel like this has to be it's not about perfection. It's not about getting, having a 10 point day every day. It's about where are you at? Where do you want to get to? How can we help you get there? Let's make it, you know, digestible, not stressful and doable for you. Another thing I want to mention about the reactivate thing is, you know, this is surprising to a lot of thyroid patients, but there's a little more to exercise for thyroid patients because so many of us experience issues like exercise fatigue, 
hypermobility, connective tissue disorders, inflammation. A lot of us are autoimmune patients. So super heavy duty exercise can send us into an autoimmune flare. So, you know, it's really important to listen to your body. You know, we're just always told eat less, exercise more. And then as thyroid patients, we go, why do I feel so horrible? Why isn't this working for me? That can be a real eye opener for people. It, it is. And you do, you know, and you grow up thinking, not just hearing from the doctor, you know, eat less, exercise more. You, we've grown up thinking exercise and exercise hard and exercise and, and the more, you know, the harder it is, the more, you know, you benefit you get from it. Just all these kind right. of, you know, stigmas and, and things that you're kind of used to. But I was a Zumba instructor and I basically kind of had a flare every day because mm-hmm. I was exercising so hard. I've got really flushed, terrible headache, exhausted to this extreme of two to three hour naps. And I was a Zumba instructor. So I was trying, I was teaching. Right. Right. So I was going through my own little mini flares thinking to myself, this can't be the exercise because exercise is really good for you. And the harder it is, the better it is for you. And so at this this flare did not just come from the, you know, two hours of Zumba class I just taught. It just can't be. And that's what Jenny's talking about. You know, you really do have to listen to your body. And sometimes less is more. Less is more. If you have a type A hypothyroid patient, they're going to think that, well, if a little is good, then more must be better. And, yes. and, and all or nothing. You know, a lot of people have that all or nothing. Since I can't get to the gym for an hour, I'm just not going to do anything today. Whereas right. you're breaking it down saying take a 10 minute walk and be focused. Don't be on your phone. Don't be making phone calls. Just take a 10 minute walk and be present and Mm -hmm. intentional about it. Mm -hmm. Right. So number number four four is repair. And this has to do with repairing and healing the gut. You know, as we know, gut health is foundational to health, foundational to thyroid health, foundational to autoimmune health, leaky gut's been linked to, you know, among other things, food sensitivities, thyroid disorders, skin problems, weight gain. So healing the gut is an essential part of, I think, just the overall healing process. How do we incorporate that into thyroid 30? Do one small thing today for your gut health. And that can even be as simple as reading one of our articles on gut health educating yourself, becoming more aware of why gut health is important. Mm -hmm. Maybe you take a probiotic every day. Maybe you sipped a cup of bone broth. You know, there's so many little things you can do. You know, maybe you uh, incorporated some foods that you know are supportive to like our prebiotic foods, like beets and things with that prebiotic fiber that feed your good bacteria. I mean, there's so many different little things you can do that aren't overwhelming. Did you do one small thing today? To, did you think about your gut health today is really what at that point comes down to. Mm-hmm. Little things um, make a big difference. They really do. Number five is rejuvenate. And this is, I think Dana and I can agree, this is our favorite, our personal favorite And I know for me, rejuvenate is self-care, daily self-care. So like the reactivate point, it's 10 minutes. Can you set aside 10 minutes for some daily self-care and stress management? Because as thyroid patients, we've got to really be mindful of our stress and our cortisol levels. Mm -hmm. We want to avoid adrenal imbalance. There's that stress can throw off our thyroid hormones. It can affect our metabolism, lead to weight gain. We're already sort of up against some challenges with low thyroid, especially, you know, having trouble losing weight and just 
just becoming rejuvenates about really becoming more mindful about how we cope with stress. And I really feel it's one of the most powerful aspects of thyroid 30. I know for me, it became something that was like, okay, well, this is on my to-do list to meditate or take a bath or, you know, put my (laughs) headphones on and listen to my favorite music for a few minutes to now it's like, uh, I got, I got to do my self care. <laughs> like, no, yeah. I'm not available for the next 30 minutes. Right. You know, right. Priority. It, it's so enjoyable and life changing. And when people come to us and say, like we had a player last season who was like, I'm a first, I'm a frontline healthcare worker. I'm a mom. My kids are home. I'm, I'm so excited to be here doing thyroid 30, but I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't do it. I can't, I just, it's, you know, mm-hmm. I can't do anything extra. And our answer is always, if you can, if there's only one thing you can do, get your rejuvenate point. Mm-hmm. That daily self-care is foundational. Mm-hmm. And for someone like her, for someone like her, I would say you just get the 10 minutes, however you can. Yep. Right. Yep. And for someone else who can get the 10 minutes and it's not such a struggle, I would say, and try to be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's one thing to be sitting in the bath, but be on your phone <laughs> or kids coming in and out. Yep. But you've got your 10 minutes because you've sat in the bath for 10 minutes. Okay. That's not exactly where we want to end up. What we want it to look like is 10 minutes of intentional you time, yes. calm, happy, relaxed, you know, where you're sitting there and you're in the moment. I'm in a bath. This bath is great. This bath is great for me. I'm going to put some bubbles in or I'm going to put some Epsom salt or whatever it is that, you know, and you just kind of clear you, you clear everything. You, you take your parasympathetic nervous system into account. Yep. Right. You just, you just make everything kind of work for your body. And you're grateful in that moment. And, and so that's what you want to get to. But if you can't, then you take the 10 minutes, however you can get it. And that's scientifically proven. I mean, when we tap into the parasympathetic nervous system and, and calm down the sympathetic, biological changes happen in our body. Cortisol goes down, hormones balance out. I mean, this isn't just like a foo-foo thing to do. It's not, I used to think meditation was just something I didn't have time for. And, and, oh, I can never just sit there and be with my thoughts and close my eyes and take time for myself. When I learned the science behind it, that it can change chemistry in your body. It can change neurotransmitters. That's when I was hooked because I, I want to see something scientific. I want to see proof that something is happening in my body and, and studies have shown proof that this happens. Absolutely. Yeah. I know, I know one thing um, I really noticed was I incorporate meditation a lot and we're both busy moms, you know, <laughs> we're running a business here. We, you know, it can be a lot sometimes. So what I would do is I would get in bed and do a, a sleep meditation. And, you know, there's so many great apps, free apps, you know, mm-hmm. that you can use for quick guided meditations. I've got really into yoga nidra meditations, which are amazing before bed. And I could see from my Fitbit data, I like the data too, you know, I could see how my sleep quality was improving. I was getting more deep restorative sleep and my hair shedding. Now my hair shedding has been like one of my most pesky symptoms, totally stress, uh, you know, 
correlated to my stress levels, but also, you know, to my thyroid, the meditation practice is really what made a huge difference in my hair shedding. Isn't that amazing? Seriously, if you just stop and think about that, that is amazing. Of all the things, you know, there's pills and there's this and there's that, and you can scrub and shampoos and Mm -hmm. take and don't take and eat and don't eat meditating and her hair stopped shedding. Right. And I had been taking like, you know, the biotin supplements and, you know, Oh, just pop a pill. No, you really need to address your stress, Jenny. Mm -hmm. You need to set aside some time for you to power down at night. And, and then it was just like this domino effect because not only am I getting my rejuvenate point and finding some self-care time, I'm in bed. I'm also improving my sleep quality. Right. And, and then I get up and shower in the morning and there's less hair in the drain. Woohoo. You know, from putting on a sleep meditation before bed. So that's number five, rejuvenate. Number six is reduce. And this is about reducing the toxins in your home and body. And one thing we always make really clear off the bat, this isn't a detox, you know, this isn't a hardcore detox program, thyroid disorder. We have to be careful with how we detox because we don't want to end up in an autoimmune flare. We don't want to overstress the body. And what sort of overarching expert opinion that we hear over and over is, yes, it matters. Your your toxin load matters, mm-hmm. but gentle, a gentle approach to reducing toxins in your body. And also really, I think our focus at Thyroid 30 is empowering people to just reduce the environmental toxins in their home, in their cleaning products, in their beauty products. There's things you can do also to support your body's natural detox pathways, like the liver and the kidneys, eating beets. Again, Mm -hmm. beets are coming up a little bit today, right? Eating beets, there's dandelion, there's all kinds of little things, artichokes, eating Mm -hmm. more artichoke. There's little things we can consume, incorporate into our diet that help us not only earn our reduce point, but just help us like process some of the problematic environmental toxins Mm -hmm. because thyroid disorder and autoimmune disease has been linked to heavy metals and and environmental toxins. So, you know, we've got information on how cilantro when I eat out, if I go to like, we have like a place where you can get, you know, bowls, it's like, you know, all kinds of it's all gluten-free. I love it. It's like such healthy fast food. And one of the options at the end for garnishes is cilantro. I was like, can I have double or triple cilantro, please? Just load it on there because just one example, cilantro is a natural chelator. It helps our body process and excrete heavy metals. So Mm -hmm. there's little things like that. And, And again, the reduce point you can earn just through reading one of our articles on what you can do to reduce environmental toxins in your home products and your beauty products, what you can do to support those detox pathways and simple little tiny things you can do each day to just make sure that you're incorporating your awareness of, of environmental toxins and what they mean for us. And just what's in your products. I mean, when, when I started on that journey of removing the toxins and especially the parabens and the the phthalates and BPA. When I started on that journey, I remember flipping over my very, very expensive face line of, you know, medical grade facial products and seeing methyl paraben, polyparaben, this paraben, that paraben. I was like, crap, 
throw that out. So, I mean, it's yeah. just making those small, sometimes difficult changes because you're going to be throwing out some of your bath and body work stuff, yeah. but very, very important. And all those changes will add up to take, like you said, that stress load, that allostatic load off of your body. You know, if, if I have you carry around a 20 pound bag all day, you're going to be tired at the end of the day. If I remove that load off of your back, you're going to be like, whoa, I'm moving so much better. I feel great. I'm more energized. It's the same thing with toxins in your body, especially with Hashimoto's. Yeah. So number seven is relish. Relish your small victories. And this is the the way that you earn your relish point is by when you check in and record your daily score and you go through, you know, there's, we got a little card, the eight daily rituals. Did you earn your points and all that? The way you earn your relish point is by going to our social, you know, area in the app and connecting with your team. So it's kind of like Facebook where people post status updates and can comment and like and share links to resources and things like that. That's been... I think whereas like the rejuvenate, the self-care thing on an individual level is so profound. I think just in a a community level, the relish point is so powerful. That is something that we hear every season is I didn't think it was going to make a difference to me to like connect with people and the whole social thing. I wasn't really so excited about that. Now I I'm like, I'm a believer I don't know how I got through this. It was so amazing and inspiring to connect with other people like me who know what this journey is like, who are dealing with things like a limited supply of energy, you know, dealing Mm -hmm. with food sensitivities, new food sensitivities popping up, or why am I having these gut issues again, you know, Mm -hmm. or dealing with the pandemic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When it first started. And people were just in it like, I've fallen off because I don't know what to do. And so it was just, so it has all these different little things that you just don't realize are going to be so profound and how you connect with people. I mean, of course, very similar to Facebook, but Facebook is just, you know, nowadays it's different than it was. So um, we try to keep it very positive still. Yes. I'm so glad you brought that up, Dana. Didn't it feel just like a lifeline during those first couple seasons after the pandemic began? And and a lot of people sort of pared back on the more goal orient. Oh, I'm here to, you know, I'm like me doing, I'm on my gut healing protocol, working with my naturopath or whatever. It it was like, I'm just here to like, make sure that I'm keeping my head above water right now. That's it. And that's what it was. Getting my sleep and eating good food and having support and being okay and knowing that I'm and, not alone. It was it was really powerful. It was like the second one was like, and I'm here because I didn't eat good food. <laughs> and so I've been drinking every okay, day. Okay, first of all, I'm, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna yeah. try to drink better, but also I just want to tell everybody I'm not and I want to see what they say. And they all said, we are too. So yeah, yeah. it's okay. Right. Right. Because yeah. everybody's Donuts in the and red same. wine are not sustainable. And this <laughs> pandemic, we can see now it's going to be a while. So right. to- that's totally what happened like the second or third season. And it was like, okay, now I got to undo some of what I just did. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. But that's what, it, that's what we're here for. So I don't think we mentioned this, but thyroid 30 happens four times a year. So it's got that like seasonal 
you know, we play for 30 days, then we've got a couple months off, we play for 30 days. And so it's got this really nice rhythm where that pause between seasons is intentional. And that's where we say the real work begins and you really start to make the new healthy habits you've implemented and learned about in thyroid 30. That's where you start to make them your new normal mm-hmm. without the checking in every day and doing the extra of thyroid 30. But then we can come back to thyroid 30 and not only make progress towards whatever our healing goals are, but we can come back to it and also get back on track Mm -hmm. because that can happen. It's easy to sort of go down the slippery slope that one donut becomes a daily donut or a daily sugar habit or whatever it is, you know? Okay. I think we're to the last one. Okay. Eight. Eight is recharge. And that is your sleep point. So so important. Yeah, so important. Absolutely foundational to our health. And, um, you know, in addition to like telling, you know, that frontline healthcare worker mom, in addition to your rejuvenate point, sleep, make sure you're getting your sleep and, you know, drinking your water and all that good stuff to like the basics. And mm-hmm. sleep is so huge. And getting enough quality sleep I think ranks right up there with things like drinking enough water as far as just simple ways that we can reduce a lot of symptoms Mm -hmm. like brain fog, fatigue, depression. You know, we see that all the time where people show up and go, I can barely form a coherent sentence, but oh yeah, I stay up till 1am every night watching Netflix. Then I got to get up at six for work and I drink seven cups of coffee and okay, time out. (laughs) Yeah. Time yeah. out. Let's think about that. May have been fine in your teens, yeah, and maybe your twenties, but right. <laughs> not now. Not there anymore, right? No, <laughs> yeah. And that's been a big one for you, Dana. The sleep one. It's been pretty awesome. Like since we started working together, where you were at with your sleep to where we are now. You know, three years and eleven seasons in. However, last night my sleep wasn't very good. Well, you'll still have those. But it's fine. No, but really my sleep, I have noticed that, and I think the meditation is actually uh, helping me with my sleep. It's, it all kind of, it all goes together. Well, and you know, not only is it foundational, but it's sleep issues are really common amongst thyroid patients. So that's uh, really eye-opening and empowering for people to hear from other players, oh, I'm having a hard time earning my my sleep point. What have you done that's helped you? You know, where what am I, what might I be doing wrong? Or how can I make it through the night? What do I do when I fall asleep easily and I'm up at two, you know? Well, just and sometimes people- it's just little tiny adjustments that can help us get that seven to nine hours that we need. And mm-hmm. when people um, get set up, when they set before the game starts and they set up their profile and pick their dietary level and all of that, they set a sleep goal that's right for them. There might be, you know, some people who really are struggling with sleep and they're only getting five hours. Well, maybe let's not shoot for eight, but maybe they're going to shoot for five and a half or six right now. You know, if I can get to six, then maybe next season I can get to six and a half, you know, so again, the ideal is seven to nine hours. And, you know, we provide a lot of information on why that's important. Just point being, it's totally customizable. It's your game. Make it fit your life and your goals and make it fit what you need right now. And for me, um, talking about the sleep, I I can go to sleep. I can lay down right now and go to sleep right now. Mm -hmm. Staying asleep 
was my issue. So balancing the blood sugars, right? Yep. Doing the meditation. And, you know, those things are, of course, foundational again, but they come, they come at different places for different people. And it was just time for me. And so it was just one of those things where I was like, okay, I'm just going to focus on it. I started it with one of the seasons and I counted my points. And I think seven and a half was the goal I was going for. And it worked. Sleep just makes you feel so much better. And, you know, one of the things I don't think they teach the kids as a side note in school is all the different things that go on while you're sleeping. You know, they say you need sleep. And so you're like, "Mm." and then if you, if you get three hours and you get up and you can do the same things during the day, mostly, you know, as a kid, then you get up and you have four hours of sleep. And then, so you just kind of keep going and you don't realize the rest digest. You don't realize all the processes and things that go on and need to happen, the repair and regeneration and things that go on while you're sleeping. Like it can't be done while you're awake. Right. So if you're not getting, you know, all the drainage and all the things that your brain needs to get rid of, then it just piles up. I didn't realize that growing up, that, you know, no, no one taught us that. No, we're, no, we were not taught that in health class whatsoever in school. I didn't realize the importance of sleep. And even to this day, I did, I did a special episode on sleep and, and I flat out told the listeners, I hate going through the studies on sleep because it scares me because sometimes I don't get the best sleep either, but you really realize you will have dysregulated blood sugar. If you don't sleep, you will have insulin resistance within days if you don't sleep. And then it's just going to compound back on to your host of thyroid problems that you're already dealing with. So yep, you're going to crave sugar. If you don't sleep, you're going to be more hungry. You're going to have an autoimmune flare. Your, your immune system is going to be down. You'll catch more colds. You'll on be more and on anxious, and on. more depressed. <laughs> Exactly. All that's just freaking me out right now. I know. I hate listening (laughs) to it. I know, but it's so important. It's it's Mm -hmm. something that we have to focus on Mm -hmm. because it is so vitally important. And I love how all of your eight tie back to each other. So like you were saying, Dana, when you wake up, in that like 2, 3 a.m., that could be blood sugar, that could be toxins. So now if you do those little things to help push things through your liver to detoxify your liver. You do something like, like beets, artichokes, um, drink more water that will help with your elimination, your detoxification pathways, which a lot of times we see liver issues or, or burdened down heavy metal toxicity when people are waking up in the middle of the night. So they Mm -hmm. all feed into Hmm. each other. You do one thing, you're going to help yourself in another area. Right. Very cool. I love it. I love that. I love it. Well, this, this is just amazing. I can't thank you enough for coming on here and going through these eight rituals that you focus on in Thyroid 30 because so many of them we dismiss. So many of them we think are just no-brainers. Everybody knows this. But when you know a lot of, of listeners right now, a lot of thyroid listeners right now are hearing you, and I know, I guarantee they're thinking to themselves, oh, you know. I took that for granted. You're right. I really do need to remember to take my medication and supplements. I just talked to a patient yesterday. Her biggest thing in the last month has not been taking her second dose of medication. I said, 
we're not going to optimize you if you're not even on the right dose of medication. You have to remember that. So a lot of listeners right now, you're you're touching on points that are setting off an alarm because I I guarantee you they're sitting there thinking, yep, I, I don't take time for myself. I haven't gone through my closets yet to detoxify or even just get rid of the garbage products that I have that I'm putting on my body after I shower. So I just, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you two coming on and sharing this information. Oh, thank you so much for having us and for giving us the opportunity to share it. You know, it it really is. It's one of the things we hear ourselves saying a lot and we hear, you know, the experts we we work with and feature saying a lot. It's not one thing. It's all the things. Mm -hmm. And don't waste your time and money and energy looking for the quick fix or the you know, the one pill, the one supplement, if you're not looking at the big picture, you're, you're going to be, it's going to take longer to get where you want to go. And that's what I think this helps enable people to do is build that awareness of their daily choices, give them a little bit of motivation, not pressure them too much or overwhelm them too much. And like, I need to turn my life upside down today. It's okay. We can do this in incremental doable steps. And if you don't reach every single health goal you had in 30 days, come back next season. It's not meant to be a 30 day quick fix and you're done. Goodbye. It's this is a lifestyle. This is a way that you can learn, grow, build awareness, connect with community and make changes and learn things about yourself that you cannot unlearn things that are going to serve you and your well-being for the rest of your life. So and that's awesome. one reason we made it so affordable, really, because we knew that this was going to be one of those things where if you don't play four times a year, you're probably going to play, play three mm-hmm. or let's say you play, you know, 20 games and then you take a couple years off. Well, then you can come back. You know, we made it really affordable so that it, it would be doable for people. I'm so excited. I'm just, I'm, I'm excited to, to be a part of this and, and we'll talk over that. If any patients are listening, you're going to have a whole new set of tools really, really soon because we're going to do this. So, <laughs> well, but we're we going to try to recruit you as a team captain right. as we go yeah, off the air. I so, I would love it. I would absolutely <laughs> love it. to I make just, that happen. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. This is wonderful. It's just wonderful what you guys have done. I, I, I appreciate it so much. I know the community appreciates it. We will put all of your information, links, everything in the show notes, of course. Is there anything that you want to to say to close out? Just know that you're not alone and Mm -hmm. that you can feel better. And if you're out there feeling too sick and tired to even do anything about it, don't underestimate that one small step. Get yourself the support that you need. Mm -hmm. Give yourself that gift and just take one small step. It doesn't baby have to steps be, add up. Yeah. Baby steps. Uh, they all add up. Yeah, they, they do. Add they up. add up. Yep. And it's a message of hope that I try to give my listeners all the time. So that just adds to it, compounds on it. So thank you for that. I very much appreciate it. Well, thank, thank you, you both so for coming on once again. And we will definitely have you back on the podcast for more information for my listeners. I know they're going to love this episode. So thank you so much. And we will talk to you soon. Thanks, Amy. Thanks. Great to be here.